Just us. Wendell Phillips on yeah. 39th. 39th. Yep, yeah. right, down the, right down the block from my crib. Oh, my mama, like, I graduated from there too. So I just think, I think about, now, so I just think about, um, you know, coming from there and they had that school at the time before it became a, a, a school closing, a school turnaround. They had this other school in there called West Prep. And I remember jerking was hot because I used to jerk. Oh, off. yeah, the yeah. Rangers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jerk, jerk, jerk. You know what I'm saying? You're a jerk. Yo, so yeah. this is what I told you. We were sitting outside preparing for the show. And I was telling you, when we, we had these conversations, <laughs> and music always, music is the score to life. Like, yeah. music scores our lives. And we, we, we like have these these instances where like, yo, that was a thing like jerk the yeah. jerk music. That shit, that shit was like definitely my whole crew a in high school. We used to like make little stupid videos, <laughs> super lame shit. Like we used to, <laughs> we used to but that shit was stuff. serious. Talk about that was, shit was very but, serious at the time. But like, jerk was cool because of the fashion. Just what was the, the song you used to get down to? The jerk uh, song. It was it was the new boys, man. New it boys. was that um you a jerk. I know you a jerk. jerk. I know that I that shit that. was so hard, bro. That shit went so hard, man. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody was saying, man. I thought I was from California for real, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> Everybody did. It was a wave. It was what a wave. What year was that? That was like, what year was that? I think that was, like I said, that was like around um, 2009, 2010 still, essentially. Because I remember in Chicago State, I used to like jerk around the damn campus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dancing and shit. So it was still alive, very much so alive, you know what I'm saying? And I was doing that shit like this to the skinny jeans, to the, skin, to, the to the vans, like the whole we, culture. Yeah. That was a whole wave. It definitely was. That was a whole wave. Oh shit. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. I know. 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 You're a jerk. 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 Classic. Oh, me, that was a classic, man. I appreciate that music so much. I did, man. That, that way it was hot. I need to look up, like, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I didn't like explore the depths of what that music was. Like, there was so many different, like jerk groups and oh yeah man i was definitely i know we veering did off you have today. a crew yeah um i actually did have a group man i started off as a two live it was a group called two live man that i that i joined man i never forget and i also had a group called uh klj i was in and like i said man it, it was just different bro i think i did i've been in a lot of different groups but those were the most memorable ones it was two live and klj and we used to come to downtown bro we used to go to downtown man and we um we we go dance at Millennium Park, and we would dance by that fat ass beam because yep. we knew it was like like hella attention. You know what I'm saying? We just right. be practicing the shit. We would battle. It was on Saturdays, man. And Seven Eleven and McDonald's was so clutch to the culture of jerking at that time because I remember we <laughs> not for a we'd be we'd be dancing to um bro we'd be dancing to like we 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 get it at like twelve in the afternoon and then we'd be like done like like four. You know what I'm saying, or something. And then we'd go to the McDonald's on like uh, on Wabash, on State Street, or some shit. And um, yeah, we'd be on a um, like I said, we we'd go to McDonald's and Seven Eleven right after that shit, Joe. We used to get shit like pizza, them little them little ass pieces you get in Seven Eleven, get in yeah. Arizona. You know what I'm saying? We get some chips or yeah. whatever, or we go to the McDonald's and we all go under five dollars. On my mama, bro, like we was going crazy. G. Fill you your stomach. You couldn't <laughs> tell us shit, G. Like that whole era, bro. Like the snapbacks, the skinny jeans. The jerseys. That's when snapbacks like first. That yeah, that's came what, that was the wave. That was really the wave. That's what got that shit back on. I mean, I know like uh, Will Smith and like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like the mm -hmm. old school. Uh, the nineties little yeah circle. Was, yeah, they definitely had that. You know what I'm saying? Popping. Right. Know, so. We got. We did get off. We did. We did get off subject. So you was you were you were in at, at Chicago yeah, State I was University. At, yeah, let's bring it back. So yeah, I was at Chicago State, man, and I didn't do much. I was in the library. Um, like I said, I just graduated. Honestly, man, I didn't really want to go to that school. It was just last minute. Why not? Um, I don't know. I think about the stereotypes, man. Like thinking like, oh, man, you going to Chicago State? Oh, damn. Oh, okay. You know so I didn't, I didn't grow up really in Chicago. I yeah. don't, so I don't know. That, so it was really a stigma to do yeah, it. It was, was like a, you weren't going it, to a real school type it was, of thing. It was a stigma going to Wendell Phillips, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Even, even with that, you know what I'm saying? So I just, honestly, man, like I went. 
And it's so crazy, man. I, like I said, I graduated 4.0, um, ranked four out of- At Wendell Phillips. Yeah, at Wendell Phillips, man. I was the right. first ranking- Top of the class. Man, yeah, first ranking male. You know, it was three girls ahead of me, you know, but it was just crazy. Shout out to, shout out to the women. It's probably all black women. It was Wendell all Phillips. black women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out black. to black women. I mean, it was a black school. So we love y'all. We do love y'all, you know, so it, it started from that, man. So I went, I mean, my mentor at the time, man, Mr. Weefall, he helped me get in last minute. Like I said, I moved out of my grandma crib to my mom crib, started living over east. So it was a big change, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember they had this thing called a refund check. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. I said, man, man, when you, when you 18, 19 and you get that first refund check, that first amount of money, especially if you didn't like no... No nigga that sold drugs, a nigga that had saw clean money. Like this was your first amount of money you seen. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know what I'm saying? You see like two thousand right. dollars. A lump sum. Yeah. yeah. You see like damn. Like yeah. and you saying eighteen, nineteen. My my first refund check came. Uh, I my, my birthday is in December. Yeah. So I turned twenty one in December. My first refund check I ever got was when I turned twenty one. <laughs> it was in February, like the first couple months of me being twenty one. I'm not I'm not gonna disclose the amount. Because um, my parents might hear this. <laughs> I don't want them to know uh, how fiscally irresponsible I was. But <laughs> I, de- I definitely, I de- I definitely uh, tricked off all of that money. Yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid. Like I said, I had like two... Th- <laughs> Fuck what he talking about, It was, it was more than that. Let Fuck me what just... he talking about. Well, he had more. See, he, it, yeah, he it was, was really, a problem. That mean he was really broke, y'all, because yeah. that shit. Yeah. I, had, I had like 2,000. I had a stack. Um, and I ain't gonna lie, man. I was feeling like that guy, man. Honestly, at that time, bro, it was nothing but clothes. I got phone, you know, better phone. You know, mm-hmm. just I can eat. I can move a certain way. And it felt good because you, know, you also had that, that young you pass. You know what I'm saying? So he was out here getting it. You know, but like I said, um, I was only here for two semesters and I had, I remember I had nothing but remedial courses, probably had a Spanish class, mm-hmm. probably a literature class. And that's huge. That's like, you went from top of your class in high school. Yeah, to, reme- like, to remedial at, at the school that everybody looked down on. Yeah, so that that, right. that that fuck your confidence yes, up so absolutely. much. absolutely. It definitely played me, I know man. what you mean, man. Like I, my, I don't cut in your story, but just, no, you just good. To like good. some perspective. Like I would... I went to a um, quote unquote prestigious high, prestigious high school, um, the boarding school, Illinois Math and Science Academy. Shout out to IMSA. You had to like apply to get into there. You had to take the SAT as like an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into that school, but I, I pretty much did the same thing you did. I didn't I didn't do no homework. I did everything but my homework. I was like <laughs> class president. I played like soccer. I played baseball. I did, you know, I did, I was in all yeah. of the like cultural clubs. I was doing a lot. But I wasn't doing my homework, and then, kind of just you know things things shift when you you are you know your your, your intellect is is challenged in that way, and then you you start questioning yourself. That's yeah, that's hard. See, you was involved. I wasn't really involved uh, in college. I, I wasn't at that time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't actually do student leadership or student development until community college. So basically, um, when they dropped my when they dropped my classes. And like I said, I went to the financial aid office and everything. I freaked out, you know, and I remember just coming home and I was going to lie to my mom and just be like, yeah, you know, um, this ain't working for me. Try to make some type of excuse, man. I forgot. College ain't for me. Yeah, that type of shit, man. College ain't for everybody. Bullshit. I could look back and and, and talk about my errors, but you know, um, a mail, a letter came in, a fucking mail, and my mom is a stickler at fucking <laughs> opening mail? my mail. She would Yo, open black mamas. I don't know why. Way. I don't know why fucking black parents do that. It's so, very strange. It's very, it's very strange. My dad, my dad. I think we had more than one mailbox key, but my dad would re- literally confiscate the mailbox key from everybody. Like I'm the one who checked the mail. <laughs> don't nobody check the mail. <laughs> if you yeah. need something, you thought you was expecting something. To mail, right. See. But the crazy part is my mom would only open the mail <laughs> unless it was like relevant to like some type of, like it was important. Like she knew when it was like, like something like a bill or something like, right. if it wasn't like, you could tell she'd let me open it if it's my shit. But if, if it was something important, she would definitely have no problem prying into it. And she would always mm-hmm. tell me like, nigga, you live in my house. Yup. Yep. <laughs> I'll be like, okay. That's my address it's, on yeah, there. That ain't yeah. your way. Yeah. So, that's, so I got that letter, man. And 
I, I disappointed them. Like honestly, mm -hmm. uh, my mom, my stepdad. So like, they were surprised. Uh, was they surprised? I mean, they was because you, you, I was going, I was leaving right. out, I was leaving out and coming in at the same time. I had books, you know what I'm saying. Right. I, I, I put on that facade really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I had siblings too, and I was, I'm the oldest, so it was, it was a lot to, to, you know, for them to see that too. And it was like, damn, like he wasn't even doing shit. He acting like he this, that, and the third. What was your mindset though? Like every day when you were doing that, was there like this, like a uh, were you were you kind of like questioning yourself as you were doing it, or were you just like man, so in actually, the mode man, of I was just, just like let it ride. Man, I was honestly just I don't know, I, lost in the sauce. I was yeah, I really was lost in the sauce. I didn't um I didn't care. I mean, I thought about it like slightly, but I'm just like man, it's gonna I'm 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 gonna get right like last minute. I'm a clutch. And then when my grades came, it was number Fs, it was number Ds, number incompletes. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Which is crazy. And I realized like after I was out of school for like a year. You know what I'm saying? I started working at uh, American Eagle, and that was like my first job that I got at the, you know, like I was working in high school through like summer programs right. in school, whatever. But like it's different when you get your first, first job, you right, know right, what I'm right. saying? I some could say real I, hours. Yeah, some real stuff. So I was working at American Eagle in the water tower. And um, I believe that, I'm a firm believer that everybody should at least work retail or like fast food, like to humble yourself. Like seriously, man, when I was in there, then I picked up another job, I was doing Old Navy. I did retail. For a grand total of uh, about six hours. Yeah, bro, that shit. I tried. Yeah, bro, that <laughs> shit. And I thought that shit was a life, though, bro. Like, when I went in school, man, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this money, man. I'm at American Eagle. Yeah, right, Old right. Navy. I'm at at and I, I was in a plethora. Yeah, plethor. you had multiple. Yeah. yeah, bro, I was getting money. You couldn't tell me shit, but I was slaving. Though. It'd be one day, like, you can, you can work hella hours and only get paid, like, 60 bucks. Because that's how... They, yeah. They'll work you, especially yeah. like them Black Friday sales and shit like that, folding clothes. Now, like, I got a heart for, like, motherfuckers who fold clothes and who do retail or fast food. I never did fast food, mm -hmm. but I just feel like people really need to, that builds character food and, and, and respect. For sure. For and you think about, man. like, it forces you to think about, like, how you, um, it's just like everything is a commodity, like, in this capitalist world that we live in. And you got, it forces you to think about where does my food actually come from? What is the process that, like, you know that it you know that it takes to for for these clothes to actually like show up in my closet it, it's not just you going in there and purchasing something it's it's a lot to it I, I, that's real yeah man so it just it start from there man and one day i told myself i said look man i can't be doing this shit man like, so he was out of school for about what a about year? A, yeah, about a year and a half and i mm -hmm. thought i was the, i thought i was that nigga man till i realized like you know this life ain't for me i remember my best friend um demetrius kind of hit me up and he was like, look, man, I'm going to community college, and you should too. And I'm like, well, I don't know nothing about it, but like, which one? He was like, I'm going to Malcolm X. Now, I'm a whole Southeast side nigga. Right. And I went to go up to Malcolm X. You For know those of saying? you who don't know, Malcolm X is on near West Side, close to, close to North Lawndale. It's like by UIC. Yeah, like 1900 West Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out like to that. Malcolm X College. But you know, um, yeah, he told me, he was like, look, man, you should just apply, give it another shot. And since my grades were so bad, I literally started over from scratch because I was like, I ain't finna convert. I ain't finna yeah. brain this shit. Why? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them credits. I was like, I don't want that. Negative don't, credits. I don't want that. But so it's kind of funny because in the story, I, uh, I revisit that transcript, right? And it kind of like messed with me. But um, yeah, so I, uh, I applied. I went up there. I'll never forget, man. This was the time. A lot of things was, was changing too. Like... Um, I was growing my hair. I was growing locks too at the time. So I had a big, I remember, I'll never forget the winter. It was 2012. It was the winter time. And, um, I was going for the, uh, was going for the spring semester and it was, it was still snowing and shit. And I remember, I vividly remember those days traveling back and forth, commuting on the train back and forth because I missed so, some type of shit. Some, I ain't had some type of document, some type of credential. Right. And I was like, damn, man. I'm like, this is what I got to go through just to get in school. But I got in the last week. I mean, I, I did everything, the orientation, the test, everything. I, I got up and I knew my intentions. Like I said, it, it was a, literally from nine in the morning to like five o'clock, but I got that shit done. And I told myself, I said, look, man, I'm about to really like take this shit serious. And then like when I took out my placement test, still had, I had both remedial English and math. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. I'm like, uh -huh. yeah. So I was just like, CPS failed me. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. CPS like, definitely you, failed me. So how you go from... You know, yeah, top, like what like I thought. Top, yeah, close to the top of the class. What I thought was top tier was like definitely right. not that. You know what I'm saying? And now I can understand that. You know, as a as a, as a graduate, as a uh, youth advocate, I understand education and the policies around that. 
So yeah, I realized that this shit failed me. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. But um, like I said, I, I remember this time I was growing my hair. My my twisty was getting <laughs> longer. Um, yeah, I have to say that, man, because um, I never forget this uh, this professor. Her name was Nina Bush, and she was in early childhood. And this is when I had shifted from pre med to uh, to education because I realized I worked really well with the kids because I was doing I was teaching them jerking and dancing, and I was right. like, I love that environment versus like this competitive up the ass long ass laboratory hours right, 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 my, right. my my uh my counselor was african we didn't really connect he was just super hard on me gave me a lot of hard ass classes yeah so that's what Yo, it's me, interesting bro. like you we got a lot of parallels like not direct parallel but when when, when i went to the so I, I thought i was that that dude that math and science dude that like STEM, you know, like that, that, that science technology yeah, type yeah. of dude. And, and I mean, we sitting here at WIIT, Illinois Institute of Technology. So architecture engineering school. And um, so like my, I, I've been able to kind of like, you know, skate through those spaces, not skate through at all by any means, more like drag myself through those spaces. Yeah. But it's never, you know, it's, it's never been, that's never been like, you know, for me, it's always, I've always gravitated more towards the youth development, tutoring, education. Yeah, if only like I would have known that younger, see, right. I didn't know what I wanted to do at 18, 19. Like, I, I, was blessed, I was blessed enough to, so I graduated at 17, graduated high school at 17, and I was able, so I took a gap year between high school and college, um, and I did an AmeriCorps program, and it was basically, I was a teacher assistant for a year, 17 years old, in an eighth grade classroom math classroom helping this you know helping this teacher teach this class doing behavioral redirection all kind of stuff like that and i'm like i kind of like this a lot better than i you know what i mean like yeah, this is the yeah. same way yeah yeah so i just wish like i said i would get my like big sean said i wish i could give myself a, a jetpack <laughs> for real <'cause laughs> that time um yeah so like i said it it was a woman named nina bush and i took one of her education courses and um she she was just like, why you don't run for like student presidency, like uh student, you know, council, student government. She was like, I see the leader in you. And I remember like like I said, I was still in that phase, skinny jean, crew necks, uh, like I said, I was really cool in jerk to jerk era. And this was me transitioning. I seen like with me growing my hair, me uh even taking that leap of faith. When I did uh go for student government, I ran as a senator. And then like I remember when they told me how to get like 50 signatures, this and a third, and I was kind of nervous. So what, mm -hmm. I, what I did, I dropped out. And then like- uh, You dropped out of the race I dropped, you dropped out of yeah, school? Yeah, I dropped out of, no, not the school. I dropped out of the, like the little student, like trying oh, to be okay. a senator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Cause I was just like, man, I got to talk to all these people, man. Like 50 motherfuckers, man, I don't want to do that, man. Like, I don't want to do that. So it's it's cool. So what, what happened was, uh, Nina Bush found out and she was just like, you know, well, maybe you could try again next time or something like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, uh, I see. I see. And then I think uh, the student president at the time, and he came up to me, he was just like, look, um, like what happened, man? Like, you know, Wilson, uh, you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we don't, we don't speak on that too much. Yeah, really. we not. We not. Because I, I heard. I heard. But uh, he Probably. was he, he was a great he was a, he was a great brother, though. Um on campus, man, like I said, uh, he did a lot of student student leadership, a lot of student development. He was student president at the time, and I admired him, too. I did, and too, man. Shout out to him. Man. Shout out like, to him, man. Real talk, bro. Life life happens. Life happens. Life does happen. So what happened was I ran, I, I, I went in, like, next semester, and I and I went full throttle, and I ran for VP, vice president. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember I, I met one of my life mentors right now. His name is Marlon Haywood. You know what I'm saying? And I had him in my squad. I just came up, man. My hair was getting longer. Um, <laughs> I got, I got, I got to say that my my hair was getting longer. You know what I'm saying? And um, I started dressing a certain way. I started going through the debates. Um, long story short, man, I went through the uh, campaign and everything, and I became. Student. What you mean? You started dressing a certain way? I stopped, man. Like honestly, like I said, I got out of like wearing like half the like the urban wear, the street right, wear right, I was right, wearing. Right, so right. I started wearing stuff like blazers. Uh, dress shoes, um, just because where I was going in my life now, where I, the stuff that I was seeing, you know what I'm saying, in terms of like traveling, going to uh, workshops, conferences, yeah. I was be I saw myself becoming Moses. Actually, it's a, it's a fun fact that I go by, I got that name from this, from my homie named Kareem. He started calling me Moses and Malcolm X. Right. I used to go by Robert, bro. It's so crazy. And like now- Around this time, what, you, you yeah, switched. I switched. I couldn't, so it was just like this transformation almost. Like Moses is kind of like a, 
a formed identity now. You know what I'm saying? My last name. It's, it's just my last name. You know right. what I'm saying? But I say yes. Yeah, I call me Moses, and I remember uh, one of my little. Um, one of my little campaigns, I kind of used like a, a corny little uh, biblical reference. You know how they yeah. said, let my people go? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. let my students vote. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, made it work. Yeah, I made it work, man. And um, I became student vice president. And then um, some things kind of happened where I was able to become, I moved up in chain of command. I became student president. Mm -hmm. And I was once again scared that moment when I wanted to like, nah, I don't want to do that. Right, I, I want to yeah. be vice president. I don't want to be the president. Right. And um, I was groomed by... Uh, some great people, man. Like Taja T was our uh, directors of student activities. Teague. Like Shout I said, out to Taja T, man. I, I try to hit up Taja T on, on on some recruitment shit for my job right now. She ain't never responded to my emails. But don't do her I like that. She, I don't think she <laughs> don't worked do there her no like more. That. So does she still work? There? She don't work there no more. Okay, that's she what she don't work there. With it. Yeah. Look, let me put for hold on. Let me interrupt your 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 story. Let me put the city colleges of Chicago on blast right now for not updating their websites and not updating the contact information for the administrators and the professors in your departments. Look, we trying to we trying to reach out to individuals who don't stay in these schools for very long. Like people go to the city colleges for one, two years. I mean, sometimes even semesters. I went to Harold, Harold Washington for two semesters, and then I was out. We need to. We need the contact information. I don't even know if administrators at the city colleges <laughs> will ever hear this, but that that shit pisses me off so much that I can never get the correct contact information <laughs> for these individuals who I know are great. Like like you you, you shouting them out. You you shouting out Taja Teague. I've never met this person, but I know her name because it's on the list of people that I'm like. I got her email. I got her office yes. phone number. Somebody mm -hmm. else is sitting in that desk. And that's frustrating. Like, y'all need to update your websites. It's 2017. Update your websites. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, do you see the palm trees that just grew? <laughs> <laughs> well, shame. That's my... Man. Nah, um, that's really... That's accurate. That's accurate. But like I said, I had I had her. I had Marlon. I had a great team around me, honestly. And um, I did the job, man. Like I said, it was hard. Uh, that was when I really understood like student involvement, uh, student advocacy, representing students, understanding the issues and concerns that students had, and really just understanding that this is just not no damn position. Like take this seriously, and you could probably impact some change. And um, so you that, did that. You so you. How long did you stay at Malcolm X? I stayed the. Uh, the right amount of time, 2012, 2014, I got out. Okay. I didn't graduate. I had one more semester and I just transferred. A lot of people thought I graduated, but I didn't. I just kind of ran with it. Yeah. But um, I transferred. I got out that joint and I transferred to UIC for the college education. But um, in that two years, man, a lot, a lot has changed immensely, man. Like I said, my identity, uh, like I said, going by Moses. Um, like I said, being a student leader, like dressing differently. Uh, but like I said, I still been, been urban, like at times when I wanted to be comfortable, but that's, like that's I was in meetings, I was in meetings and I was representing thing. I felt like my Jay-Z, I was in my Jay-Z moment. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I have to, I was in a different bracket, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just felt like the, the type of work I was doing, who I was involved with, my friend, my friends changed. My friend, my peer group changed. I got more serious. I, I danced less. That's like I said, I was transitioning yeah. and I like it. I, and I don't, and I don't regret it at all. I don't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I revisit some of the things, the art, the fashion, the culture that I do love that's still embedded in with me. But I was just growing. I think it's important to be flexible in that way. Yeah. You, like you, you still you need see it. me. I come out the house. Sometimes I got on some, some wing tips and, and some slacks or something. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I got on some J's and some, some Levi's. Like, you know, it's. Yeah. You still need to keep that know? intact. You still need to keep that intact. And I mean, like a lot of people appreciate that I was still authentic. To be honest, I wasn't the smartest or knew everything in my student president. The reason why people liked me and respect me at that time, honestly, because I was transparent. I was empathetic. Yep. I cared. I had good people skills. I had a good heart. And Yo, people, that, those are, that's the blueprint of an organizer. And that's where, yeah. I, that's where I met you. Like that's the, yeah. you know, the context that I met you in. Yeah, and, honestly, and, that's, and that's, that's exactly what it was. But that's how I got into organizing. So fast forward, um, like I said, after my run, my great run, then, you know, become a district vice president of all seven city colleges, a student, a student president. That's why I knew, like, student, I have a heart for any student that does, like, leadership in a school. Like, I'd be like, shout out to y'all because yeah. I love SNCC. You Snick. know what I'm saying? I love Stokely Carmichael. I love, like, the whole movie, the student nonviolent. The, the student nonviolent yeah, coordinated, coordinated committee. committee. Yeah, so shout out to those cats because they did a lot of change and a lot of advocacy happened during that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I went to, uh, that's when I met, uh, when I transferred to UIC, 
it was really different. Like I said, once again, I was a person that made I, 4.0 and Malcolm X, but my transcripts had beat me my ass. So yeah. my Chicago State yeah. and my- um, Cumulative. Yeah, bro. I hate that word. And it, yeah, say that again. Cumulative. Yes, that that should have fucked you up. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't respect the growth. It doesn't. It does. It does not respect the growth. And actually, it got me to the. It was so low that it really got me on probation. I enter UIC on probation. A lot of people don't know that, so I'm telling the truth on this damn podcast. So yeah. I was on probation. A lot Academic of people didn't know that. Probation. Like yeah, if bro. You get X Y Z grade. X Y Z. And I. You. And my first semester at UIC, I got a C. A D and yeah, I think a B C D. That's what it was. Only three classes. And I had a terrible advisor. I'm not gonna say her name on here, but nah, put her on blast. <laughs> say put her on put blast. Put her on blast. Put her on blast. What's her name? You I see. What was her name? Her name is Rose Becerra. You know Rose Becerra, you need to get your life together. <laughs> she definitely fucked my uh, Do better. <laughs> she definitely did me bogus, but um, had a great advisor now, Whitney Spencer, man. Like she, Whitney Spencer. See, we got we gotta we gotta shout out the great ones. That the we great have ones. To yeah, she she was excoriate. Really, I'm gonna bring that word back. We have to excoriate. I'm a, the bad I don't know ones. what that means, but I'm gonna Yo, use context clues. Up. It's 2017. <laughs> context clues. <laughs> context, <laughs> context clues. But yeah. um, yeah, I um, that's when I found out about Chicago votes and organizing. One day, I also had a a club there. It was a, a male mentoring club called Urban uh, Male Initiative that. Marlon Haywood kind of spearheaded, and I was just like that good, that top tier student that was the president of it that helped spearhead it. But I couldn't, because I was student president in the school, I couldn't also be student president of a, of a club because it's going to look, it's going to show bias. So I had to uh, step okay. down, and that was like hard. Conflict of interest. Yeah, because yeah, it made it seem like, you know, it's like 22 clubs, but only four active ones, and like the president had to, to, to run one of them, so it looks kind of sus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the end of it all, we had more clubs. Out of them 22 clubs, like 16 of them came back. You know what I'm saying? So I feel good about that. I feel good about that, you know what I'm saying? Because we changed the culture of that. But like I said, I went to UIC. That's when I, I used to visit Malcolm X because all my friends was there, my culture. I was big dog there, you know what right, I'm saying, right, essentially. Right. And that's what I did. I didn't even have no interest of trying to learn UIC. It was too big for me. I was uncomfortable. It was all over again. Yeah. But this time, I'm Moses, though. I'm mature. Right, I've right, grown right, as right. a different you're man. Able so. to, you're able to kind of accept that, that yeah. transition. Yeah, and, I was and, and way, but it was way more palpable. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to use that word, palpable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so, you know what I'm saying? So I was able to digest that better, you know what I'm saying? But when, eventually, when I created a safe haven, a fugitive space, when I met Stephanie Whitaker at UIC, Yo, she created shout a black out Stephanie Whitaker. Yes, man, she created. I feel like I know that name. You probably do, man. She created Black Sanctuary at UIC, and it was inspired. Yeah. It was inspired by me and a few other students. And every Saturday, we would just come to the school. She'll feed us, and we'll talk about our our interactions. Like why? I, I basically one day I understood. I was trying to understand why, as a black guy, like why I didn't like UIC as much, or why I didn't feel comfortable in a space, like I didn't have a safe space. And then I was able to articulate that. And Ms. Whitaker was like really helpful in terms of like helping me break down and understand like, why do I feel the way I feel? What, what it means to be at a PWI. PWI, Yeah, predominantly white institution. So it just, it just tripped me out how she was able to like get us to understand like why we feel the way we feel. And she have guest speakers. And it was just really refreshing. It was it was really good for my black soul because I couldn't take a lot of the whiteness sometimes right. or like the non-blackness, like and how like black Greek is not present at UIC and that pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But everything else is thriving. You know what I'm saying? Even the clubs, you just see the difference. You just see the you you just see it. What's and, allowed to flourish and, and what's what's stamped out? Yeah, and it, it like I said, it really pisses me off. But like when we started doing black sanctuaries, I kind of stopped going back to Malcolm X, and I started making new friends. A lot of thought of people, a lot of people thought like I was being shady. It wasn't really that. It was just like I created a home. Transitions. Now. That's what it was, man. And um, some people still took it personal, but I mean, like I said, I created, I created a space for me. And um, after that semester, when I had got the B, C, D, um, after that, bro, I, I went full throttle, got all A's, B's. After that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Probably got one C again. But um, I got all A's and B's, bro. Uh, that's when I started organizing. That's why I learned about Chicago Votes. Yep. I learned about BYP for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Supporting that, you know what I'm saying? Um, really understanding fast is uh, the layers of like my, 
my pro-blackness, you know, yeah. so it is. Your identity. You know what I'm saying? That, All the hyper-masculinity, why right, I was toxic. Right, 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 right. Uh, identifying, like, why I was so full. Yeah. You know, understanding, like, yeah. you know, it was just a lot of shit that, that, that Wait, challenged let's, me. Let's, let's, let's examine that for let's a minute. Let's examine like that toxic for a masculinity. Yeah, we, man. We, we probably both, uh, definitely both, yeah. went through that stage. Hell yeah. And probably continue to, we, we still, still interact with it. In we a still growing. But it, it's... Especially in that college atmosphere where you, you, you have like, I don't know, you, you this pressure, this like, uh, I don't know, that, the whole idea, the concept of what it means to be a man in college and what you're supposed to be, your conquests and all of this stuff that you, you know, are told that that's what college is about. Um, and then you, you start seeing like how your actions like are damaging and how your actions like really don't even reflect, you know, what you, who you, who you believe you are, who you you know, who you, who you consider yourself to be. Yeah. Stuff's wild. Like, peer pressure, peer pressure is a real thing, y'all. It's a it, real thing. It definitely is. I think for me, for my, in terms of examining, like, hyper-masculinity or, like, just toxic, thinking about, like, just plain disrespect, flat-out disrespect for black women, didn't really appreciate black women as much, and I was raised by a grandmother. Right. So I could, so just... Checking that, you know what I'm saying? Also, like, understanding, um, like, the only acceptable emotion at the time was, like, anger. Like, you couldn't cry. Uh-huh. You can't be tough. And I, I grew up sensitive. A lot of people man. called me a Drake, a Drake-ass <laughs> nigga at the time. And, I, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, man, all yeah. the time. Because it was just crazy, like, what it, what it means to, like, you know, argue or to... Um, you know, always want to speak first and not let women, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really real, you know what I'm saying? It really, it really trips me out, you know? Um, but I don't know, man. I just, it's still problematic to this day, and I still try to address it in certain ways, though, man. But now I appreciate black women. I try to uh, understand, like, not to take up too much space, get checked when I can. A lot of times, Yo, hold uh, on. we don't Pause. get checked. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute. It's yeah, let's do, let's so do that. so many dudes who don't understand this concept of like chilling the fuck out. Oh yeah, man. Shutting that, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listening. Like I swear to God. Like, yeah, I'm that a, shit real, bro. You can't. You if you yo if you are a man if you are a male bodied or male identified individual and you are in a classroom or you at work or you are engaging with other people you 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 don't. It's a lot of times you don't realize like how much space you take up. Like just with with your comments with. With your your um, willingness and ability to speak out, uh, right you know right off the bat like immediately you you don't always have to do that. That's not necessary. This is public service announcement, uh, men, shut your mouth, listen, reflect, but that's and engage. You don't that, have to talk first all the time. Yeah, that stems. But you know what though? That stems from really understanding a lot of a lot of black boys then grow up with fathers. We haven't really saw love. And, and every time when we do interact with some type of love or some type of relationship, you know, we get clowned. We get ridiculed. We be made fun of. You know, we can't express that type of emotion right. once again. And that's, that's what goes back to that, that peer pressure that yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, want to be this type of guy. Like, I understand, like, half these rappers talking about, I don't love these hoes, man. We can't trust these hoes. But these the niggas that be booed up. Right. They be having girlfriends, bro. They be in their feelings, bro. On these, these live Instagram videos, they know what I'm talking about. Right. They know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's, of, it, it, it just tripped me out, though. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you we, have, we also, though, we also get caught up in this, like, it's kind of Western American ideal of what it means to love somebody or what it means to like what love means or what, you know, intimacy or all of that. That means like you can True. you can you, you it don't have to be it don't have to be all, like it, it, it's very uh, it's very possible. And it's sometimes very healthy to uh, to be honest with the people who you have feelings for in, in, in a way that it don't have to it don't have to have all of that extra baggage. That that's carried along with it, or the the actual societal connotations of, of what that means. Like, yo, love is the most simple emotion that there is, and if you don't know how to express it, or if you're 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 too scared to express it, then you gonna you gonna build up a lot of weird, you know, energy in yourself, and it's gonna it's gonna show to the world, and it's gonna it's gonna negatively impact you as an individual. Yeah, man, and also like putting your hands on motherfuckers. That's another thing. Like self self control, self regulation. Understanding, respecting space, and your, you know what I'm saying, and others like we don't do that with women. 
we always feel the need to to put our hands on them. And I ain't saying that. I ain't never. I think it was a time or two when I probably did some shit like like grab their arm forcefully or probably even headbutted a motherfucker. I know that sound like like yeah. I can honestly look back and say like why that was problematic, and like why did I feel the need to to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we just take time for us to sit down and assess and articulate. You know, like damn, like why I, I feel bad now. Mm-hmm. Like that I had to do all that, you know, I could have yeah. been my message. It could have been a better way to, to handle that. You know what I'm saying? We need mental health. We need we need we need therapy though. We need we need counseling. We need to Right. It's a lot of times that. when we, we our emotions come out of ourselves in ways that we don't under, understand ourselves. And we we take the time to kinda examine, you know, what that means. Like why am I being violent? Why am I lashing out verbally or I mean, know, but America yeah. taught you that though. <laughs> America man. taught you how to be violent. That's what shit be tripping me out. American terrorists. America Yo, taught you let's that. Let's play that. Go on. You know that. You know that track. American that Lupe track. Lupe. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's why I was talking to my little brother. Shout out to my little brother. No, it's not. That's not a mixtape, man. That's that's not off the mixtape. I said that's not off the mixtape. It's not off a mixtape. Learn your Lupe. Learn your Lupe. My bad. Lupe. That last album was trash, but it was last couple was trash. Okay, but it was off um. Food and liquor, the first oh, the one. the first one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Shout out to my little brother. I'm thinking about Enemy of the State mixtape. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about that. Okay. When was that? When did that come out? It was like a minute though. He he wrapped off that uh, that Jay Z track. It was, he oh yeah. That, that, that ghetto, you know what I'm saying? That little snippet. But Lupe fell off though, bro. You know Lupe he did that last. And Lupe is kind of a kind of a d bag though. Heard some stories about uh, how he interacts with the children and youth. Hip hop is for the children, man. Hip hop is for the youth, and, and these niggas be out here perpetrating. Let me, I don't know, let me get off my soapbox and let me just play this. This American Terror. <laughs> this is my favorite Lupe track. Just imagine an American based Christian organization planning the poison water supplies to bring the second coming quicker, nigga. They ain't living properly. Break them off with no democracy. Turn their whole culture to a mockery. Give them Coca-Cola for their property. Give them gum, give them guns, get them young, give them fun. But if they ain't giving it up, then they ain't getting none. And don't give them all now, man. Just give them some. It's the paper, some of these cops must be all of that. But for now, let's uh let's talk about let's talk about the uh the, the new Jay-Z album 444. I know it's impacted you in some very meaningful ways, Mr. Moses. <laughs> uh and it's been a, it's been a lot of like it's been a lot of talk about it cuz I I know I'm guilty of um so like you remember when Lemonade came out, right? And everybody yeah. was like you know, it was like all a big question about, oh my God, is she talking about real life? Like, did he actually, did Jay actually cheat on Beyonce? Like, did that actually happen? And I'm guilty. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, of being like, yo, I don't, you know, I don't think that was real. They just trying to make money off a of title. They just, you know, putting that album out exclusively on title. They just trying to get money, but uh. And then the brother Jay came out talking about he he didn't want to be Eric Benet. He was almost Eric Benet. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. That's that. But but what did you think about the album? I liked it. <laughs> For one, I mean, um, I'm a big Jay Z fan. I feel like uh, I'm I'm gonna be biased, but I'm gonna be really real at the same time too. Though, for one, um, I appreciate that. For one, it was ten songs. And um, I remember the J. Cole for your ass only. I was upset when J. Cole gave me 10 songs, but now I can't. Why? You don't like 10 song albums? No, I do now. Now because I'd rather, I rather deal. I don't want the fuller, the fillers and the bullshit. Like 20 tracks and only niggas only delivering like four songs I out of 20 songs. I can't stand a 20 track album. I, I don't have the I, capacity. I don't have the, the attention I capacity. Felt, for I felt like that Bryson Tiller project was like that. Everybody like hyped that shit up and I didn't like it, but that's just I, me. I couldn't even listen to it all the way through. It wasn't even, man, anyway, but the Jay-Z album. Um, 10 for, to 12 tracks. Yo, shout out. Yo, if, if you are an artist. Uh, if you do music, please don't give me no twenty track album. I mean, unless you no Drake, EP, no. <laughs> nah. Especially if you Drake. Nah, Drake Cole, take care. <laughs> nah, take didn't. care. Take care was like was pretty decent. Was it twenty tracks? It was long though. Yeah, hell yeah. The t- all his projects are like, kind of long <laughs> like that. But oh, back I on need Jay, ten to twelve tracks. <laughs> like that's it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that was great for what it was worth the tracks. But um, I think like I said, this is a this is a, a seasonal Jay Z. This is a mature times of uh, fatherhood. You know what I'm saying? He's a father, and I really appreciate this. You know, like when he talks about family. You know what I'm saying? Like just difference. Like a uh, millennial. I like to call this like a millennial rap. Like for like for these young cats, these young niggas, man. Like I said, he was definitely de- definitely addressing like y'all out here throwing you know. M- money to the strippers instead of like building credit what it is to be an upstanding man but let's be real though shout out to the strippers we need y'all too like don't (laughs) (laughs) we gotta say that's black entrepreneurship man. it is it is like women stripping is equivalent to like niggas selling drugs in my opinion i feel like i want knocking uh right i hear you i want knocking diamond off players club get your money you know yeah 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 but I, I really appreciate this Jay-Z, man. Like, I just really reflected on, like, rap. You know what I'm saying? Him as a father now. Like, just the, the, the his trajectory, man. Like, what he's talking about, like, business. Like, so many uh, plethora examples of him talking about, like, money. You know, the way he perceived life now. You know what I'm saying? It's just different, right. bro. Like it's, it, it's, it's been interesting to me, um, looking at the reactions to, these, to this album. Um, my cousin. <laughs> shout out to my cousin, Trey Johnson. He also just became a father, but he's a he's somewhat of a hip hop purist in that, you know, he kind of he received the Jay Z album. He didn't even listen to it. He was like, "Yo, you know, uh, dudes like Ab Soul and and uh, who does this dude listen to? I don't know. Like, all of these the, the, the rappers that you think of when you when you think about conscious quote unquote conscious hip hop. Um, he's like, "Yo, these dudes been doing this for years. Like, why is it that Jay Z do it and?" And and everybody hop on and he go platinum. If he he went platinum, right? Is that was that just BS or is that? I mean, I yeah, I mean, but you gotta think about the marketing behind that. You gotta think about all damn near anything he he pisses gold now. At this that, point. that so that's anything. the whole point. That's like, the there's point. nobody. Like, can you think of anybody in the game right now who can who that's could put out on. a project like that and and it be okay? You know what I mean? Like people, I you, mean, you 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 listen to Big Bro, you listen to Unk, you listen. You know what I mean? You listen to the people who. Uh, who you who you identify as, as having had that you know that clout that that life experience where they can say that type of stuff to you and you don't kind of you know feel the type of way but but I don't I don't think there's anybody else in in the hip hop game that 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 is doing that or or can do that you know yeah, what I mean yeah no I mean like I said I, I, like I said Jay Z's at that point of his career where like it doesn't matter what he drops people are gonna listen to it people are gonna buy it people are gonna digest it. I mean, like the marketing move by putting it on title only for uh, people who have an account. Uh, young nigga like me, man, I had got that thirty day trial though, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with it, but um, man, man, shout out to me though, cause I've been having titles since. Uh, <laughs> shout out to me, cause uh, I've been having titles since what? Since since uh, Life of Pablo job. Yeah, and that's. Nigga, you make it seem like that's long or something, bro. Like, I mean, come on, it wasn't title wasn't really. Yeah, you right, you right. Don't that do was, that. Don't that do that. No <laughs> shout out. We, t- we revoked your shout out anyway. Um, <laughs> no, like, I had it longer than you did, though. I mean, it's great. I mean, like, I had no intentions on keeping it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I do know that the fact that it's Jay Z and the fact that he made me download. An app on my phone. It just it just goes to show you the respect that, or you know, just like for artists, like most people, I wouldn't give no fuck about. Like I'll just wait to someone like let me hear it or let me, you know, like. But it's just one of those things that it's just Jay Z. Whether if it was like arguably one of the most lyrical projects from him, or if it was not, you know, I I had like Magna Carta, but I feel like Magna Carta was like young nigga rap. Like he was trying to rap in this way, but like the the millennials, you know, what I'm trying saying? to. Like, or I feel was like, that just the wave. I feel like that. I mean, like it was wave rap. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, Magna Carta was cool. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Crown. But I mean, my favorite is American Gangster. I feel like that was just like Jay Z. Like, yo, but Crown. Shit, you feel me? Crown was cool. Too, Crown yeah. off Magna Carta. Crown was cool too. Bro. I need to play that song. Need to play. I haven't heard it in a minute. You had you had in a minute. Uh, yeah, Crown go crazy. Heaven, all that shit, man. Like oceans, like all that shit go crazy. You, you like the American? You like? That that's your favorite Jay album? Yeah, like I mean, besides the Black album, you know, I think that American Gangster was just nah. I just like the Blueprint. whole aura. Blueprint, Blueprint was called too though. All Blueprint. of I mean, like that's 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 classic. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I really I really like American Gangster though. You in the presence of a king? Scratch that. You in the presence of a god? Put in the belly of the beast. I escape, but nigga never had a job. Scott Boris, you over, baby. Robinson can know you coming with me. These niggas like rotary phones. It's a new day. Hit up KD. 
That was Travis Scott on that little interlude there. Yeah, we gonna we have to play some Travis Scott, yo. Oh, we're gonna definitely have to play some Travis. I mean, Travis was on. Travis that. has slept on. I think he probably made the beat, did something with it, man. Probably supported it. I don't know, but uh, Travis Scott is was like cold as hell and like low key. He's the only nigga, in my opinion, that accurately like uses auto tune, like right. Uses it the right way. I think he does, and it's and it, and it sounds it sounds really good. What's your f- do you have a favorite Travis Scott record? Okay, I love that Goosebumps song, man. I get those oh, Goosebumps yeah. every time. Hey, dude, like, hey. Hey, that's my. Dude, it, it's <laughs> a trance, man. His shit is psychedelic to me, man. Like for real, man. I think, like I think he really uses auto tune well. Like I feel like he's like Young Yeezy, man. Like on a produ- on a production tip, honestly, man. Like anybody. Does he produce? Out. Yeah, he, he makes, produces. He makes beats and shit, bro. He go crazy. That's what people, that's what they really know yeah. for. Scott. Every time yeah, you come around, yeah, you ease my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those comments. I'm way too numb, yeah. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah, that's my cut. I'm about to put you on the spot, Moses. Why you gonna put me on the spot? Yo, you a poet. You a poet. You got words for the world, and I, and I don't I don't feel like you let them out often enough. You spit a little piece for me earlier. Uh, had the line about um, raisins, something about the sun getting dried up. <laughs> little piece. That sound like. Uh, Did you bless us? Did you bless us with the with the? Yeah, I might. I might. I might do it. You okay. might, nigga. You know you finna. He said. <laughs> <laughs> that be them niggas be the worst though. They be like they know they want to spit their shit, but they want to act like they don't want to spit their shit. No one they would. They was just way like, come on, really? Ask me to spit. Ask me to spit. <laughs> nah. Um, for what I'm just gonna say, um, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And um, yeah, so you ready when you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So <clears throat> I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say. If this a freestyle, no need for a rehearsal. The shit I might spit may sound controversial. Black lives matter, all lives don't. Cause black lives die in high race every month. White man love to diss us, shoot us and lynch us. I walk around with my fist up. I was inspired by the 70s, afros and melanie skin color. So melanie proud of my black legacy. So what you telling me? Who the real crooks and who committing the felonies? Black or blue? Me or you? The cops, the true ops, not the niggas on the block because the niggas on the block sell more shit than the auction. Hard to reverse the system that you lost in. Questions that you gotta ask, why? Had that nigga under 20, but he doing 25. Seemed like the world just wanna see you die like a raisin in the sun and it suck your freedom dry. But to all my sons and daughters, they don't wanna see you leave cause it's lead and water. CPS needs a GPS. Find the ways to teach because it's B and S. And I believe we can be the E and change. If not, then we're going to be the E and insane. Oh, me. <laughs> oh, me. Thank you, brother. That's some, that's some slight. A little though. slight work. That's some slight, slight work. I'm going to follow what, up. I'm when did follow- you write that? Do you remember when you write that? When wrote I wrote that? Down? that? Uh, yeah, it was a minute ago. Um, actually, man, I, I think I was, I got off work. And I just want the right song because I ain't writing nothing in a minute before that. But um, I just pull out my phone and just start playing with some stuff. And honestly, man, um, I'm a big follower of Common. Common? Yeah, a lot of people can tell. Like, I'm a big follower of Common. Uh, so, Common. Um, it's a. What's your favorite Common record? Uh, It's that in the, the light. The light. The light. You need someone. I will be there. Yo, that's mine that's too, my, That's bro. my song. So you might have to play that I'm shit. A, I think I, I You think might I have will. to play that. But um, I'm going to follow a comment. I think that comment, real hip-hop, I feel like he cool for the culture. I like, I like, um, so I like a few things he said was kind of like food game. But yeah, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, lately, lately, yeah, yeah, lately, lately, our brother, yeah, but our brother Common needs to come to the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old Common, accountable. I think like no one don't you know how like people try to like like copy Drake flow, try to copy flows like that. I kinda like common flow and I like um being able to breathe um the slow, you know, catch yeah. my catch my bars, catch that. Don't, like don't, I, don't put too many syllables yeah, in the bar. Yeah, not too much, bro. And I feel like I catch my pace. But um a lot of people also say I feel like 
I sound like Big Sean, so it's just like what? Okay, Big Sean, man. But um, yo, Big Sean is slept on in terms of he his, is. His, his, I mean, like he, he musically, but he works hard though, and that's why it's successful because he works hard. But um, I mean that there is a light that shines. Yeah, for you. Yeah, and so me. I wrote. I had wrote that. Like I said, that little piece. I was. It was just really just thinking about like like blackness, man. Thinking about like us, man. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that line, like, how you under 20, but he doing 25. How you under 20? I just got a text from a, a, a mutual friend of ours that just told me, you know, one of her homies just got locked up for 14 years. Yeah. He's got 14 years. It's like, think about that, man. Like, right so now? many. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely real. Every or, day, man. Every day. Yeah, it's somebody a, else. Somebody yeah. getting put underneath the jail. Your order or the line about, like, um, CPS. Like, they don't want to see us lead because it's lead and water. Like, that plan on a word, like, lead and lead. You know how it's spelled the same. Just understanding, like, the, 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 environmental, the environmental poisons. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, the systemic violence that is placed upon our communities and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just really retrospective uh, right. piece I wrote. So that's what it was really about. You know what I'm saying? And I'm channel- I feel like I channeled in my comment. And that, right, and that, right, right, you know, right, right, right. That, so. That's what I was saying. Let's stick to understanding if we won't fall For better or worse times, I hope to me you call So I pray every day more than anything Friends will stay as we begin to lay This foundation for a family Love ain't simple, why can't it be anything worth having You work at annually Granted we've known each other for some time It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine God damn, that shit was fire, bro that make you want to love like a black queen. You just want to pull up on her like. That make you send them uh, you up text. Yeah, that's that. That's that. <laughs> that's that boombox type. Love uh, throwing rocks at the window. You feel me? Yeah, man. Whatever happened to that type of uh, that rap? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But yo, you know another song that's like that though that I always like. Ben, you uh uh that love that love hip hop song that is that Mary J. Method Man. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yo, you, what, what's it called? I think it's called You're All I Need. Yeah. You, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. You seen the video? I ain't seen the video. No. You never seen the video? I never seen See, that's video. another thing we do on the re-up. We, on, we show niggas videos. We show niggas before. videos. We can do that. We can do that. And, we, and y'all can hear it. If you're listening, pull up the video. Yo, Mary J. Mary J in the 90s? Yeah, relevant. You don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the fucking lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. Now I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to get you, my nigga. Be man, live, man. <laughs> yo, why, why we don't have nothing like that today? Do we? I don't like what. What is remotely close to that? Ah, I don't know. I, I think, think it gotta be something. It gotta be shit like to, for this generation. This shit like Bryson Tiller. Don't ever in your life. This shit like don't ever in your life for real. Fix your lips to speak such slander. No, it's like it's Come like on, it's Bryson like, Tiller. It's like yeah, man. I honestly think. um Bryson Tiller like does it for. I don't know what the young content. I don't know what the content is of his songs though. I it's don't just, even be knowing what that dude be talking man, about. Him talking about his ex girlfriend, but mean, he be his he baby be, mama, whatever. He be whatever. talking about doing women bogus though. He don't be talking I mean, about like. I mean, hey, keep it real with me. I keep it real with you. He don't be like that's not what we get. What about doing about baby? Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like Yo, people sleep like on Jaru though. Yeah, I don't know, and that's troubling because have you seen probably the most recent. Have you seen Double XL? The same you've seen the list? The freshman list? Yeah, the freshman list. Man. I mean, if you ain't see it. I seen it, yeah. I don't even I don't even know what to say about it. I, I don't want to hate on nobody. I don't want to, you know, every on. wave is a wave. And 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 the, you know. I mean, but a white woman owns that though, essentially. Like owns what? About, like she's over like a white woman. Double XL? Like, yeah, bro. So <laughs> it's like uh Shea Moisture? Yeah, bro. When, uh, <laughs> you you get real you get real jaded when you realize that like, come on, man, this shit controlled by like what? Yeah. But yeah, when you look at 
where rap is at. This is what that's why 444 was relevant. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z's project to tie it all in again. Like, right. That's why it's relevant, man. Because it's it's looking at you know, like black, like 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 I said, black fatherhood, like transitioning from like what it is to be like this, like this wannabe ass, tough ass, gangster ass, posing ass, twit picking ass you know, rapper, right. you know, to getting back to the basics, man, like building thyself, building a community, right. understand what it is, you know, just. But, but just, yo, like, when you think about it, like, I don't, yeah, you real, you real when you say that, but like, the, I don't get ph- philosophical, but the duality of man, it's important to like, it's important to acknowledge like that we, we have, we have all of those aspects of ourselves. Yeah, we definitely do. We make I mean, art that comes out. I mean, but how many people, I mean, like, for your ass only was a good project, but it got overlooked. Uh, that was why did it get overlooked? I mean, because he doesn't have a pill. J Cole doesn't have an appeal. I don't appeal. think. I don't think it has anything to do with who he is as a person. I, I think, think it the does. song. I think the He's album not just son- it wasn't sonically appealing. He wasn't marketed right. I mean, he, nah, nigga, come the, on. The, the last you, song, you, you, you about bro. to add marketing on? See, this is why I like talking to you about music because we get into it. It's not about the marketing of it. If you play that 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 album all the way through, you can you can get lost and you can fall asleep the la- on that album. It's yeah. not sonically appealing. Yeah, like it's not. It's not. But. Like I said, I feel like if anything, he remind me of Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like he. That's can, a good point. He reminds me of Nas. Like Nas was good, but like he wasn't always. Everybody want to hear that Nas shit all the time. That's why Jay was like cool because yeah, yeah, Jay was right, palpable. right, right. He was, was offering palpable, something. It was palpable else. to the ears. That's why, like, when you always hear about that Biggie, and, point. that Biggie and Pac, like, like Biggie get your ass that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna get your ass that. He's gonna do that, man. Like Tupac was a different type of. It was different type Biggie. of artistry. It's different type of artistry. Like I don't mind like going down out, going out with Big. You already know me, right? But I'm just saying, like, think about how many projects. To me, man, honestly, it was for your eyes only. It was a uh, damn, damn, and it was 444. That yeah, I, I mean that I felt that was cool for the like I said for the culture, man. Like, uh, damn, Kendrick did an amazing job on that. In terms of like bridging the gap between like 444 and uh. Uh, for your eyes only, I felt like it did. It did everything. It sonically appealed. Right. It had lyricism. What it about was deep? You know what I'm saying. You rock with Vince Staples? Not really. I mean, I know he can rap though. Vince Staples is one of the most underrated rappers out right now. But why though? Uh, why is he underrated? Now, why you think that? Oh, I think he's. I think he's dope because. Uh, I think he can spit like nobody else but, can. I mean, like, big, just like classic Mr. Like, can spit though. I mean. Uh, and he's a lot of people can spit, but you're not like. Let me make my point. Like what, I, what I'm saying is, he can man. spit. He can put the shit over sonically appealing beats, and he can put together a cohesive project. Like every single project that he puts out, like song after song after song, you can listen to it and it makes sense. It's like a story he's telling. Joey Badass better than Vince Staples, in my opinion. But I think so too. But. <laughs> I think okay. so too Yeah that's probably okay. a good point You know Joey Badass Put out a couple new songs On the SoundCloud That I haven't listened to I mean, This would be a A good opportunity To check that out Yeah I mean But I would It's, it's hopeful It's hopeful for rap What's that? It's, it's hope when I had Niggas like Vince Staples And I had niggas like Joey you don't Badass. even listen to Vince Stables. How you saying it's it's, it's hope? You know? I don't. I I heard him rap, and I heard a couple of songs. I mean, like I'm saying, like he's good. It's just like I said, like like J Cole, he's good, but he's not. Like I said, it has a big like whether you disagree with the marketing, or agree with it or not, it has a lot to do with that how you being marketed, how you being packaged. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think it, <clears throat> uh, when you say that how he's being marketed, how he's being packaged, it's a, like a real passive thing for him. But he's actually taking like the front seat on, on all of it. You know what I mean? He he's he's kind of document. removed himself yeah, from bro. the industry now. He don't do interviews no more. Yeah, that's He cool. doesn't do like that's the cool. press runs before his his that's his cool. release. Because he's in like he's that. in peace with himself and trying to grow as a person. Like this whole transformation. Like this ain't no joke for J Cole. That's why the music is so damn real. Like that last track, track ten was like was real as hell. But I will say his best project was uh for 2014 forest hill drives i will say that i i know for sure like i feel like that was his like Magnum Opus, bro. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure it's a classic yeah bro i just you know, don't know everybody say you i don't know why people were tripping so so let me ask you this quick question so born center or yeezus when it first came out what was you rocking with 
Born Sinner or Yeezus? Yeah, when they, they both came out the same day. So what? Man. What were you rocking with? I, I mean, was rocking with Yeezus, but not because I liked it. What? Yeezus? Oh, I didn't like crazy. either one of those projects, dog. Born Sinner was better than fucking Yeezus. Probably, but I, I was just on the on the Kanye wave like that. Like, we in Chicago. I that's, and that's like Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z dropped 444, you're going to cop it just because it's Jay-Z. Just like Kanye was at this point of his career. I, I got more he faith. Dropped a tape. I got more faith in Jay to do that than I do. Kanye, because well, Kanye can rap, man. Kanye's kind of in the he's in the he's in the sunken, sunken place. If you have not watched Get Out, please go see that. Yeah, man. You, but let's see, let's hear with with Joey. Uh, three songs produced by Static Select. Okay, Static. Okay. Took the business class seats back to NYC. Left LAX with a bag of the THC. Straight wicked. Nowadays I bounce back and forth each weekend. Sure the days long and nights for my lack of sleeping. Yeah, I'm rocking with it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. That beat was cold as hell. Yeah. The static, whole production. Static. Yeah, Static did his thing for uh, for young hip hop. For the culture. Mm-hmm. For the culture. Para la cultura. <laughs> for sure. Yo, I'm. I'm. Uh, we coming to the end. I'm. I'm glad. I'm. I'm really thankful that you came in and chopped it up with me. Yeah, bless. Uh, another. Another day. Another re up. Oh, definitely. But yeah, it's been the re up. 